Hi there, this is Paranormal Blip and I'm outside next to a river. Oh, it's such a lovely river, yeah. And you might hear some outside ambient noises in the background if you're a keen listener. Now, um, so this is a special announcement five and it will be of no surprise to you that this is to introduce the latest segment of the four-hour reincarnation epic conversation that I had with um, Centred Awareness and Perceptions Today and that whole crowd in November and Perceptions Today is uh, slicing it up and packaging it out and uh, last couple of days they have just released part three of four so you're going to find the links to this in the episode description and uh, we're just going to have a couple of extracts in this episode here just to give you a bit of a taster of it first of all uh, this is a brilliant question from one of the participants uh, she asks the question uh, how are souls born or at least created or at least where do they come from and so we kind of you know discuss that a little bit it's a really fascinating question like where's the where what's the origin of a soul it's a good question isn't it yeah my my question is if we're all here right now aren't we all old souls i mean is there a finite amount of souls that are here i've i've met people that were immature and you know uninquisitive and seemed very young and people say it's a young soul and then you meet people that just seem older wiser or more just new like like dense with with soul for lack of a better word um i i I guess my question is how would you define someone to be a young soul is a young soul being spawned out of some sort of center um because if we're all here now we're we're, we've all come from some other place, so we're all returning. Um, is it coming from just a lower life form? Are we reincarnating from a rock? And then as the first carnation of being human, because you're coming from a rock, is, is that considered a young soul? I guess I'm trying to wrap my own mind around uh, reincarnation as as a cycle. And I know that you know, in, in religious traditions that use reincarnation as part of their, um, you know, their, their understanding of things, you, you want to just keep revolving until you kind of revolve out, but where is it coming from? And, you know, if you're not talking about it from a specific religious, um, you know, theology, uh, you know, how would you define, uh, and this is a paranormal blip. How would you define what a young soul is versus an old soul? And um, yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's a brilliant question. Absolutely brilliant question, Krista. And I don't have, <laughs> I, I don't really know the answer to that. I mean, it's really interesting. This whole, this whole, this whole area. I think that's a really key question. Like, how, how, where do we begin? And this idea of. Um, of young souls and of course you you see it you know you see it in people and your description of those people is 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 accurate and uh we also see it in um i think you know well certainly i know children where you think yeah they've 
there's there's something going on with them, you know. I wouldn't put it as kind of blatantly as the the people in my my folks' book saying, um, you know, you're foxy. You've been here before. I mean, obviously, you know, I can't. I don't have that sense uh, or that kind of um, sensibility about me to kind of detect that. Having said that, you know, you can. Um, there, there there is a difference. There's a kind of grading in terms of how. Um, you, you kind of, uh, sense the youthfulness or the kind of the, the, the age of, of a soul. Where we come from and the kind of beginnings of, of this is fascinating. I mean, the, and I don't know, and it'd be really interesting to hear from people that do know, um, the, the research and know this area. Um, I do know that in, um, NDEs and in, um, this book, Journey of Souls, and certainly in, you know, my, my folks hinted, hinted it in some of the cases in their book. Um, this idea of when you're in the other world, in the kind of soul world or whatever you want to call it, there is a, a the, the, this teaching happening, yeah, that you're learning and you're uh, kind of discussing and you're kind of like progressing and you're being challenged and you're essentially, you're learning, yeah. And um, you get to the point where, I'm not sure, I think this might be from Journey of Souls, you get to the point where you um, kind of essentially kind of go up different levels where you become, um, you know, kind of carnated enough times where you kind of, you know, get your act together and you start getting to know things and you become the teacher. You know, you don't, you're not just the student, you're the teacher. And then you're the kind of whatever, like the facilitator of the teachers or whatever. And then you get to the point where you start to create matter. Yeah. I don't know. There's like this incredible bit in Journey of Souls where one of the testimonies of the people, which was like, um, so that book is essentially people that were, um, under hypnotic regression. Is that what it's called? So they're kind of like remembering past lives. And the thing that the writer, whose name I've forgotten, embarrassingly enough, um, maybe, well, I could just Google actually. Well, but uh, can I Google and talk at the same time? But anyway, whoever wrote Journey of Souls, he his his kind of key aspect in like you know in that book, his key kind of area of interest was the gap between lives, yeah, like the place beyond, if you like, or the kind of the, the you know the whatever the 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 realm where the souls go between lives, yeah. And in in that book, he talks about. Um, Michael Newton. Michael Newton, of course. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. So in that book, he talks about how, um, you know, the, like this testimony from this person that says they were making, uh, stones. They were making stones. I can't quite remember the specifics of it, but this idea that they're creating stones. So they've kind of like got to the stage where like the levels, they've climbed up the levels where they can, you know, kind of create stuff. So, but, but of course that's the opposite of what you're asking, Krista, you know, that's kind of where we go, if you like, and the kind of, you know, that's going forwards where we come from and, and what, where the soul, where, like, how do you create a soul? Yeah. Where, where, how do you birth a soul? So there we go. It's a great question. Where, where are where are bones thorns? <laughs> where are souls born? How are souls born? The rebirth of soul. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And of course, the episode, as you know by now, 
everything's in the links and um, including this uh, origin of my mother's and father's book The Children That Time Forgot now this is a lovely little story that I tell here and here it is now, I, I just remember that something I didn't get around to saying, which wasn't in my notes earlier, but it's quite interesting. The origin of the book, um, The Children That Time Forgot, that when it was published first, as I mentioned, it was called Life Before Birth. And so my brother, not Phil, but another brother of mine, younger brother, younger than Phil even, um, he was born. And when he was a very young baby... My mum, who was always quite curious and alert to everything, you know, um, she noticed that he was, there was something about the way that he was looking at the pillowcase that interest, interested her. Um, the, the pillowcase was a floral pillowcase. It had flowers on it, like pictures of flowers, a flower print. And there was something about the way that he was looking at it where my mum thought he recognized flowers. So she wrote into, uh, she, she wrote a letter, sent it in the post to, uh, Woman's Own, which you may remember Woman's Own, people that live in Britain. It was a, I don't know, it's probably still uh, available, but it was like a quite very popular, I mean, it's ridiculous, you know, idea, but a, a very popular uh, magazine for women. I never read it myself, but I can imagine it was quite, you know, crap, basically. But she wrote into the letters page of Woman's Own, and she said, has anybody, she kind of recounted this story of my, my brother um, looking inquisitively at the at the flower pattern of the, um, the, the pillowcase, and she said, has anyone else had any unusual experiences with their uh, with their children. I'm not, I don't think she used the word experiences, but like uh, unusual stories, but she definitely used the word unusual. And I know that because she mentions that in the, in the video of her uh, being interviewed, which I posted on Twitter a couple of days ago. She says, I don't know if that's a wise word to use, but we got bucket loads in response. And so the response that was supposed to be Scottish, the response was that lo- loads of people wrote to her and said, well, you'll never believe it. My uh, child says that she, you know, is reincarnated. She says that, you know, talks about when I was here before type thing. And that's how she she basically got lots and lots of letters in response to her letter in Woman's Own. And the letters said, this is, uh, my, my child is talking about reincarnation. And that is the origin of the children of time forgot. And so now we're going to hear my mother describe the bucket loads. I said, no one got the bucket loads. Uh, in her own words, here is my dear mother. And I put a letter into some of the magazines here saying, did any mothers have unusual experiences with young children? Now, the word unusual was the, the thing that, I don't know if that was a wise word to use because we got absolutely bucket loads of letters back all saying things that was absolutely unexpected about, instead of nice, funny baby stories, they would say, 
My little, my, my little child says, where's my other mummy and daddy that I used to have when I was here before? And another wee girl keeps saying to her mother, I used to be a boy when I was here before. And all variations on that theme, but all about being here before. So it's always wonderful hearing my mother's voice as well. And um, now the last thing that I want to just point out to you is that there was a podcast that came out a couple of days ago called Continuing the Conversation a podcast for psychedelic minds. I think that's what it's called. And they very generously spoke about perceptions today and the excellent spaces and kind of Zoom discussions that perceptions today is hosting on a regular basis. Now, and they're really kind of forthright in their, um, what's the word, their recommendation of perceptions today. And it's really lovely. So I'm going to link to that podcast it's called continuing the conversation and the episode is called it's all about communities and um, so they talk about perceptions today in light of you know looking at uh, communities of you know people that are interested in um, consciousness and uh, so they have participated in the guys that run that podcast have participated in perceptions today's um, discussions as well and I absolutely agree with everything they say about Perceptions Today's, um, you know, discussions. They're absolutely brilliant, beautiful, safe spaces where people feel, you know, kind of respected and trusted that they can speak about some very unusual experiences that they've had. And not they won't be judged. They will be asked questions about it, of course, because people are fascinated by um, people with extraordinary experiences um but that's it's so important that we create space safe uh, safe spaces to discuss um you know complicated and unusual experiences that for you know often it's like right at the edge of uh, being able to articulate these things you know um so yeah this is a great podcast that uh, continuing the conversation and i'm very happy to put the uh link in the episode notes and now we expect that part four of the uh, mammoth four hour uh, reincarnation discussion that we had with perceptions today and centered awareness and everyone else that should uh, hopefully drop in the next couple of days and so expect a special announcement quite soon Now I'm in the warm, and you can hear the echoey, <laughs> warm um, sound of being in a inside space. Now, right, listen, I'm going to tell you a ghost story, okay? This is a bit like a... Oh, what's that noise? Okay. This is a bit... Uh, right, genuinely, okay? This is a bit of a um, scoop. So bring it to the papers and uh, climatize to a new reality for you will never believe it okay my partner is pretty cynical person when it comes to paranormal um, enterprises essentially she doesn't believe in anything like it and she's the opposite of me now over the last uh, couple of um, months she has reported to um, paranormal experience, well, not really experiences, but she saw two ghosts, okay? 
One time it was a pair of legs with no body attached walking up the road and um, kind of ghostly legs, ghost legs walking up the road while she was driving. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, and now yesterday, okay, she, okay, I've got to say this quickly because I'm actually slightly terrified. I am standing in my kitchen. Yesterday she looked up and she saw a shadow in this kitchen, a moving shadow in this kitchen. There was nobody in the kitchen at the time. And um, so there we go. So I was so scared um, last night when it came to me to do the washing up. I couldn't do the washing up. That's how scared I was. So um, now I'm in the kitchen now and I feel a bit like, what's going to happen? Am I going to see a kind of shadowy figure or not? Oh, what was that noise? <laughs> so there we go. Anyway, um, now the easiest way to contact me is via Twitter. And my Twitter address is at Paranormal Blip. And I'm very happy to say, incredibly, we have got 900 followers, uh, which is amazing. Yes, yeah, so that's good, isn't it? So anyway, at Paranormal Blip, also on Instagram. And I'm so terrible that I never keep up with Instagram. But Instagram is um, at Paranormal underscore Blip underscore podcast. Or you can email me at Paranormal Blip at gmail.com and uh i suspect that the next time i speak to you will be for special announcement six for the uh, fourth part of the four-part series that perceptions today is um producing um but you never know i could actually get a proper episode in at some point hey that'd be nice wouldn't it yeah anyway um see you later and see you later <laughs>